Fellow auto detailers, welcome to the show that features interviews with today's most successful auto detailers. This is the Auto Detailing Podcast. Here's your host, Jimbo Balaam. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Auto Detailing Podcast. I just wanted to jump in and give you a brief intro before I play this week's episode. This was a total spur of the moment idea. I really, for 2017, want to interact with you guys more. So I was literally in the shower thinking, man, what should I do for this week's Auto Detailing Podcast? And I had this idea at 6.30 at night. Um to do a Facebook Live. So, you know, at 7 p.m. on a Friday night, because I have three kids and don't do anything uh, currently, and they were sleeping, so I wanted to take advantage of that, I decided to go sit down at my desk and just turn on my phone and do a Facebook Live because it's that easy to do. So that is what this episode is. This is the digital recording of the Facebook Live um, interaction with everyone. So it is a little... It's not polished by any sense of the imagination. Um, And I'm honestly putting this out there as a test. I don't know if this episode will be like hated or will go down as uh, the greatest episode of all time on the auto detailing podcast. Um, Because honestly, I thought my two hour long episode with Matt Mormon um, uh, was going to be not listened to very much just because it was so long. And it's quickly become the most popular episode to date. So I have no idea what this episode, what the feedback is going to be like for this episode, but I hope you'll give it a chance and give me your feedback on it. If you thought it was horrible and I should never do it again, that's valuable to me. So I don't waste my time and your time. If you thought it was the greatest episode ever and you think I should do more of them, I need to know that too. Uh, That would be helpful. And if you thought it fell somewhere in between, hey, You can always just reach out. I don't mind. So let me know what you thought of this episode of the Audio Detailing Podcast. Again, just me with a late night audience in my garage. Hope you enjoy this one. Hey, welcome to episode 264 of the Auto Detailing Podcast. I'm Jimbo, your host. Today on the show, we're simultaneously doing a Facebook Live because to be completely frank, I didn't have any um, interviews lined up. So I thought, what, hey, Caleb, what's going on? What I thought I would do is start a Facebook Live chat on a rockin' Saturday night um, because obviously with three kids, I don't have much better to do. And hey, I'm celebrating that one of my kids, two of my kids are asleep. So anyway... I'm doing a Facebook Live simultaneously as I record this episode. So if you on Facebook Live have any questions, uh, post those questions and I will answer them and they'll be part of the podcast. Um, But I wanted, there was a comment that popped up on a Facebook post um, that I wanted to, I was going to address on the thread for the Facebook post. It had to do with the scan grip lights and a picture that I posted about it. and the guy, John uh, Emil, I think is his last name, had a very valid question that I thought could use some additional addressing than just um, a comment back to him. So here is the comment um, that I want to be discussing first. And again, for you guys listening on Facebook Live, if you have any questions, uh, just post them and um, 
I will answer those. So here's the comment from John. John, if you're listening, thanks for your comment. Thanks for reaching out. Um, and I will put, actually respond to your comment and tell you that I responded on this episode of the podcast. Um, Brian, real quick, what are my opinions on Croftgate products? To be honest, I've never used any Croftgate products, so I don't really have an opinion on them. Sorry about that. Okay, so John's comment again, in response to the picture of the scan grip color matching lights that I did a whole podcast episode on um, last week, ceramic coatings, Michael, let's talk about ceramic coatings. Um, But here is John's comment on the scan grip color match post. He says, why do things like this always have to be grossly overpriced? It's not... It's not you get what you pay for because I'm sure someone is going to say that. This is just pure taking advantage of people. I did auto body for 25 years and saw this all the time. It can be less expensive, but they choose to prey upon people and their, oh my God, I need to have that reaction. This will not save you time or money. Your customers only care about the end result and not if you use an expensive light or a cheap one. Ha ha ha. Um, hate everyone. Uh, uh, on the Facebook Live. So John posted this comment, and I kind of want to dis- dissect it down piece by piece, and then you guys on Facebook Live, let me know what you think um, about his comment, because again, I think there are some very valid um, points to this comment. So um, here we go. Why do things like this always have to be grossly overpriced? Well, in my opinion, um, oh, 2017 goals, Adam. I wanted to do a whole 2017 manifesto, so uh, maybe I will do that on this episode too. Hey, Jason, what's going on? Um, so uh, things like this, t- to say that they're grossly overpriced would be uh, viewing it from the lens of what you think is overpriced. But one thing that I've come to realize, whether it's with a light or a machine or products or whatever, you really don't know how much back-end work has been put into something like this to develop it. So to say that something's overpriced, you're again, you're looking at it through the lens of what you think is overpriced and not necessarily someone else. To me, um, say a Ferrari may be grossly overpriced for what you're actually getting compared, comparing it to what you may be able to get what's going on, Peyton. Uh, but that's just my opinion. And to me, a Ferrari costs a lot of money to some people. A Ferrari may not cost. It may just be like dollar bills. Um, it's not what you get, what you get, what you pay for. Uh, that could be debatable. there's a lot of things in life that you get what you pay for. Um, and and exactly, Adam, that's a great point. The, the, the same could be said about any detailing business is that you're grossly overpriced, but a lot of detailers would look at that, um, and say, uh, you know, I'm not overpriced. I'm, you know, trained IDA certified, all these things. And you are worth that amount of money compared to someone else. Um, it's just pure taking advantage of people. No, because if you don't want to buy the lights, you don't have to buy the lights. So no one's twisting anyone's arm to buy the lights. Um, and if you look at this thread on my Facebook page, there's actually alternatives that you can buy. Um, so Curtis on Facebook Live says they are good lights, and Stephen says they are the Ferrari of lights. Hey, look at that, and look at that. I just made that up off the top of my head, and look how well that worked out. Back to John's comment. Um, he has 25 years of experience and he saw this all the time. I'm assuming he's talking about taking advantage of people. Unfortunately, John, that happens all the time where people take advantage of, of other people. And Jim, you're exactly right. The 90 plus CRI 
um, is very, very valuable. And I believe, according to the conversation that I had on last week's episode, um, that CRI is where it's at. Hey, Dad, thanks for joining the live chat. He's saying that they prey upon other people on that, oh, my God, I need to have that reaction. That's just marketing, man. That's just how the world operates. So, again, no one's twisting your arm to buy them. Um, This last couple comments are probably the most uh, interesting to me, um, and that is this will save you – this will not save you time or money. Your customers are only care about the end result and not if you use an expensive light. True. It is – your customers don't care if you use an expensive light. Um, however, if that expensive light enables you to correct the car faster and better, that actually will save you time and money. So hope that, uh, helps you out, John, with that. Again, no one's twisting your arm. Um, if you make money, it's not overpriced. Exactly. So as most of you know, who listen and watch the podcast, I'm all about efficiency and getting things done faster and better. Um, and so I look at it like if these lights help me do that, uh, it's well worth the investment. Just like a lot of us invest, (laughs) just like a lot of us invest in good machines because we believe that they will, um, they will help us do the job faster and better. The same could be said about that. Hey, Peter, what was your question about the Explorer? And Curtis says, just like any product, there may be less expensive options out there, but you'll probably buy them in a couple, a couple times versus the life quality. Right. Exactly. Exactly, Curtis. And gosh, how guilty have I been about that? You know, in all things, um, in all things of life, you know, you buy the cheap one 14 times when you should have just bought the expensive one, but you're being cheap. Um, I'm still live, Jess. Uh, interesting. Yes, scan grip is not. That was a long comment. Let me see if I could read that. So Miles says, scan grip is not for the benefit of the customer. It's to make life easier on you, very much like the Roops uh, hybrid. It's only worth the money if you have the real use for it. Exactly. And and I hope in that last podcast episode, I wasn't. Um, uh, Buy once, cry once. Um, I wasn't trying to oversell them. If you go back on my Facebook page, or actually the Auto Detailing Podcast page, Facebook page, you will see that um, there's actually quite a few alternatives. Um, Travis just got the Bigfoot. The scan grip is next on his list. Um, yeah. So, took it to the snow, lots of mud and stuff on the lower. Okay, so this is Peter. He has a question about his Ford Explorer. Um, took it to the snow, lots of mud and stuff on the lower plastic panels, got it washed, and most of the stains are still there. Can you help so it all looks new again and what day works uh, after the rain? Peter, is that just on the plastic parts? Because if not, we can use a plastic trim restorer to get that... um, fixed. Jess says the hybrid is overrated, but can be handy once a year. Jess, again, it just depends on what kind of detailing you're doing. Um, and for some people, it may be more efficient for the people not familiar with the hybrid. It's the little, the little one. Um, 
Scott Perkin, here, this is a point that I brought up on the show. He says, I disagree. I have a scan grip. It's a massive marketing tool in showing your customers the defects in their paint, not just for your own use. That is a great point. Um, I look at it like when you, for so for me as a mobile detailer or for someone like Scott who has a shop, when you are uh, doing an evaluation on the paint, in front of the customer and you actually walk out with this legitimate flashlight that is actually showing all the defects, especially if you're living in a colder climate that you may not be able to use the sun. Um, uh, That is a statement to your customers that just like having a legit uh, presence when you show up and a professional presence when you show up versus being sloppy and not taken care of. Same could be said for the tools that we use. Um, and I think it does, Scott, I would agree with you. What's up, Grant Hawtrey? Um, uh, yes, Hayes, I'm in the new garage. Um, so it, it does make an impression to your customers that you are legit, you are taking this serious. Um, and on top of that, you're able to show them all the defects that are actually in your paint. Um, so yeah, actually, I, that's a great point. Um, Oh, Curtis is off to the land to sick twin two-year-olds and a three-year-old. Curtis, my man, maybe a trip around the around the block in the car will put them to sleep. Good old trick. So, actually, they sent me the headlamp too for the for the scan grip. I was going to wear that. Maybe in a Facebook post, I'll do that. Uh, you guys have any other questions or comments about that? Um, that uh, thread, that comment from John. Again, no, no disrespect to John at all. Um, I thought it was a really valid question. I'm glad he shared it. Um, I just thought he deserved a little bit, um, a little bit more. Here's a good one, Charlie. Do you prefer nano skin sponge versus the old fashioned clay? Um, I do. I do prefer either the sponge, the mitt, the towel, whatever. I do prefer all that. Even I really like it on the DA. So the disc on the DA is one of my favorite uh, ways to use it. The downside to claying with those um, is that they can mar once they get old. So I think there's still room for the old clay, just not on like a heavily, uh, a car that has a lot of fallout or a lot of overspray, the sponge or the towels just make uh, a lot faster work. Um, Miles also thinks that the scan grip from a business point of view, um, as marketing is well worth the money. I agree with you. Um, it is a luxury, not a necessity. I I would like to stress that it definitely is a uh, luxury, not a necessity, but, um, decent haircut. What's wrong with my haircut, Grant? All right. Uh, the headlamp, is it comfortable? Uh, yeah, Peter, we'll talk about it later. Um, so I think you could definitely get by here. I'm going to do this. I definitely think, hold on. I definitely think you could get by with just one scan grip. I don't think you need to buy the whole kit though. You may want to buy the whole kit, but I think one's enough. Let me set this up. This Steven, is the headlamp comfortable? No headlamp is comfortable, but it's actually, and I have an extremely big head. So um, I always have to loosen it. And so I need like a, like how bigger people have seatbelt extenders. I almost need like a headlamp extender. So here's the box that it comes in. I realize it's backwards. Sorry. Um, all right, Miles, 3 a.m. 
Good luck with that Audi, buddy. Comes with the charger for the headlamp. This is probably not going to make for a very good podcast episode, but that's okay. I do have a monster-sized head. Steven, are you still on? So, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, big head, big brain. Well, when I was little, they took me to the doctor because my head was too big, and the doctor said I have a lot of neurons. So here's the here's the light, the headlamp, and then uh, off to the side, there's like the on-off button right here. So, and then, as you can see, whoop, look at those defects. Yeah. So that might be the brightest, and then it turns off. Let's see. Oh, maybe there's only one. Wait, hold on. I haven't quite... Oh, there we go. Okay, so the on-off is on one side, and then the brightness is on... Yeah, all right, whatever. That works. So, yeah, this... I actually think the headlamp is probably... Might be the most uh, versatile piece. Uh, the kit, the whole scan grip kit, I believe, is four ninety nine. That doesn't include the headlamp. Uh, it doesn't include the headlamp, and it doesn't include the rolling stand. I believe those are separate. So, um, but I actually think, from a practical standpoint, that this head, that this headpiece, uh, this legit headpiece, is good. Also good for interiors. Um, the pen light, yes, for mobile. Darren, the pen light is very good. Um, hold on, I'll just go get my whole kit. Uh, how much was the headlamp? To be honest, I I don't know. Oh, the headlamp's sixty dollars. If you actually go to uh, autodetailingpodcast.com um, and I put a link to buy the headlamp because the headlamp can be bought on Amazon, it's sixty bucks. Um, all right, let's see. Alfonso, where I live, we have a bunch of different detail shops. What would you do to set set yourself apart? from the other businesses. Alfonso, I would, um, customer service would be huge and also more of a practical, uh, thing other than customer service. Cause that could take a while. Google AdWords works really well. And, but also find the white space, find the differentiator of you between what makes you different other than the competition around you. Um, and try to come up with something creative, think outside the box, something creative that will grab people's attention. Um, other than just kind of the standard, standard thing that everyone does. I'm trying to think of a more practical, practical thing, but I can't think of something, um, off the top of my head. Good for chasing your kids. Yeah, I wouldn't give this headlamp back if I gave it to my kids. Think it would help when removing a coating? Been looking for a good hand headlamp for that. Uh, yeah, it'd be good. Uh, when is the Eurofiber getting released? So, good question, Travis. The Eurofiber is a is a new blended microfiber pad from Buff and Shine Manufacturing. I just met up with Julio. He's the sales guy over there. Um and um, they uh, are launching this year. They had actually some production issues with it not uh, 
I don't know, the circle not being perfectly circled. The, the, basically, the pad's not being perfect, so it set him back a little a little bit. Yeah, Adam says he can hit up the detailer marketing world on social media. Um, that'll work. That's Adam's thing he has going on. Also, Alfonso, if you want to, I did the detailer marketing boot camp um, back in June. And if you, we recorded that, that's a full day, six, seven hour recording of marketing tips to become kind of the authority figure in your industry or excuse me, your space. So if you're interested in that, just write me a Facebook message and I will send you the link that you can get those recordings. And anyone else that's interested, that's the detail and marketing bootcamp we did back in June at McGuire's headquarters. I recorded all that. So when's the boot camp this year? We're looking, we're trying to come up with a way to, uh, yeah, Steven was at the boot camp. So thanks for that saying it was legit. Um, if you're in Australia um, or down there, Darren says that the headlamp's 152 bucks on eBay. Um, we're trying to get the boot camp. We're trying to figure it out so that we can work, we can do it online and it doesn't have to be physical. Um, so here's this little deal, right? And what I love about this is this hook on the back because you can hook it from anywhere. It's also magnetized and it also has a stand kind of built in. So that's pretty legit. I like that one. Woo. It's pretty bright. Um, and here's the pen. Yeah, so actually to that point, Jim, Jim says take some color testing and you'll see how much lights, how necessary these lights are. So I actually did that the other day. I was up at a warehouse um, taking care of some cars and my customer actually bought a new white uh, GT3 RS. Um, and I have the little cheap like Home Depot flashlight that kind of looks like the pen light. Um, it's about the same size, but you just buy it from Home Depot and it's the LED one. And it's crazy how like this light, you can't really see in this, but it's, it's more of uh, a yellow light, kind of like the sun would be versus the LEDs, more of a white light. Um, and you could honestly see a lot more defects with the scan grip than you could with the other one. And that's why I started searching out for an alternative to the over-the-counter lights. Um, yeah, George, the Euro fiber pads are coming out this year. So give it another month or so. I, trust me, I was bugging them to get me some more because I like them so much. Um, but it was, so the reason why I started searching out more lights was the fact that I was having issues um, actually seeing the defects in the garage because I had like the normal Husky light I'm actually using right now to light up some background, but I, I was getting the paint perfect in that. Um, and then, um, bringing it out into the sun and being pretty disappointed that there were still defects. So, so yeah, Paul, you have this headlamp. My only, uh, Oh, okay. My only complaint is that there's no strobe light. So that's pretty disappointing. You guys have any other questions going on here? I was only going to do this for about 20 minutes because I wanted to make sure it made for a good podcast episode as well. So I'm trying to uh, limit the amount of downtime and stuff like that. So, yeah, Paul, that's what I was talking about. That headlamp is great for interiors. Um, again, we started out the conversation with uh, about John's comment on the Facebook page. 
um, pretty much saying that these, you know, were useless and that the people in that scan group was actually taking advantage of people. But, um, hey, they're a business too. Tips for never losing pens or pen lights. <laughs> Don't lose them. Um, yeah. So, well, sometimes you need a dance party right in the middle of uh, detailing. So, you know, strobe comes in handy. So tips for not losing these would be to stay organized. They have a clip on them. So you could always just like clip it onto your shirt or clip it onto your pants or whatever. Um or just have like the case or the box or whatever it comes in um, handy with you when you're working with it and just put it right back. Um, you lost it for months, but you found it. Where was your where was your pen, Paul? Grant, the big spotlights like this Mac Daddy right here. The whole kit's four ninety nine. So, and this is cool because it can be, it could be wireless. So, or you could plug it in and this also hooks into the stand. So, and it has its own little built-in stand. So it's actually pretty legit and it's really, I mean, it's a quality build guys. This is, this took some time, you know, that, that took some, that took some energy and effort to do that. So that's like that. Uh, that's probably the f- first thing I was, I was pretty uh, blown away about. In this case that it comes in, it's almost like a pelican case. Real good. Um, Euro pads, guys. Uh, you'll be not a silly question at all, George. The Euro pads aren't available yet, um, and you will be able to get them. Uh, you will be able to get them down there. Don't worry about it. They're not even out here. I can't even get any. Um, the last place you look, Jim, that's right. The pen is always in the last place you look. Can you buy it separate? Yeah, you can buy all these. Uh, you can buy the pen. You can buy, I forget what they call this one, but you can buy this separate. Like I would say probably if you were going to only buy one, I would buy the handheld scan grip light that I probably should know the name of, but I don't. So, um, and this one even comes in a nice charging, like you can put it in the charging port. Bada bing, bada boom, and it'll charge up. That'll help you not to lose it. Um, so yes, you can buy them all separate. So the pen, uh, if you were on a real budget, the pen is probably the least expensive. Or actually, the headlamp is probably the least expensive. And the headlamp you could also use um, just as a handheld if you really wanted. You know, that would you could use that or put it on your head. So the headlamp I think runs sixty bucks. Um, Deep in the pocket of the Roops bag is where his light was. Hey, at least you put it in with your polishers. Um, second on the list would probably be the pen. The pen's pro- – I don't know exact the exact price on the pen. It's probably going to be similar to the Rupes pen, maybe 80 bucks. Um, then I would – if you were third on the list would be this, this one because you can still stand this up. Um, so you still get some of the benefits um, of the stand. You can hang it from this little hook in the back and it's also magnetized. So I would get that. The pen light, uh, was a hundred bucks uh, Australian. So yeah, right. It's probably around 80 in the U S um, not on Amazon. That's why there's no link. Uh, and then the back daddy thing, a couple hundred probably. Um, yeah. If you go through Kyle Clark, uh, directly, he can, uh, hook you up with the U S distributor. 
Um, and so innovative tools is where I got it from. Um, let me go back through here and see if there's any correction. Is this for paint correction only? Is it also for detailing? And if it's not for detailing, do you know any good lights for interior work? So Damon, um, the headlamp. No, these aren't just for detailing. These are actually uh, innovative tools. Has a a big background in uh, the auto body industry and just for color matching panels. Actually, when they get resprayed or when they're looking at paints to respray panels, uh, that's what these lights are actually for. Um, but they have a ton of uh, benefits for detailing. So definitely not just for paint correction work. And again, with the headlamp, um, which I should just keep on because. Actually, this is slowly becoming my favorite, this headlamp. Sorry, my hair. Um, like interiors, are you kidding me? Does it get any better than this for interiors when you're trying to see underneath the seat or whatever? And that's also what I like about this one for uh, with like the hook and stuff. You can hook it on the back of the seat or whatever um, and get that dialed in. So that's why I would like that one. And if you just want to light up your shop. Um, Australian will have Amazon later this year. What about the light stands? Any recommendations? Highly adjustable. So I have the rolling stand. I just haven't put it together. Um, yes. And grant it's cheaper than the 3M sun gun. Um, we sell them also. I'm not sure what company you're with. Um, so yeah. So I didn't mean to make this fully about, uh, the scan grip lights again, but that's how it ended up. So I hope this is a valuable podcast episode. Do you guys have more questions that you would like answered on the podcast? Kind of my, my 2017, I was going to do a whole podcast episode entitled it my 2017 manifesto. Um, because for, let's see, I've been doing this podcast for, um, about two and a half years. And for the first time, I feel like I'm really at the beginning of something big. Um, in the beginning of kind of the the next level of things to come. So what does that practically look like? Um, building more solid relationships with you guys listening, um, building more solid relationships with brands and really becoming the, the resource I am to my customers in my detailing business for all things that encompass a car. Um, I want to become that resource um, uh, online for detailers and consumers combined. So I want to be the voice of reason, the guy who you can trust in the industry because I'm not associated with any particular brand. Um, if something sucks, I'm going to tell you it sucks. If something's good, I'm going to tell you it's good. So, um, I, I do want to be the detailing guru, but I also want to be more than that. Um, because there's, there's things back end things that I'm doing with my website and stuff like that, that I'm currently testing that I really want to bring to you guys, but I, I need to find an effective manner to do that. Um, so I'm excited for, for all the things that I've been working and testing. Um, um, M&Ms, dude, does your, does your son like a Liam? What's going on? But does my kids love M&Ms? On Fridays after school, we go to 7-Eleven and get M&Ms for them. But um, I, I just feel like 2017, um, and not because it's the start of 2017 at all, but just because I, I felt this way a couple months ago, that I'm really at the beginning of where 
I envision this thing going. So um, that's going to include maybe some more sponsorships to put uh, some more wind in my sails, some more money in the bank account so that I have a little bit more time freedom to do other things, which is one of my main goals for the the first quarter of 2017 would be to uh, uh, bring on a couple more sponsors to free up more time so I don't have to be out detailing as much so that I can dedicate more time to stuff like this and videos um, and stuff like that. So uh, I really want to start doing videos in 2017, more Facebook Lives, more interactive stuff, uh, more unpolished, raw um, stuff like that. So uh, Damon, the name of these lights are the Scan Grip Color Match Lights. Um, no worries if you jumped on late. Um, the Scan Grip Color Match Lights. If you go to Auto Detailing Podcast Facebook page, so the easiest way to go to the auto, if you're watching this, um, uh, if you're watching this, uh, you can just go to my homepage and click on uh, Auto Detailing Podcast and then click the Scan Grip link. That'll take you over to these lights. Uh, here we go. Here's a good question. Does Yelp advertising work? Yes. But, <laughs> so Yelp, in my local market, I, the Yelp guy was trying to sell me on it. Um, there's, uh, they are corrupt, sketchy, and that's what I don't like. They want to lock you into a contract. Um, they want to, and every market may be different. So, uh, does it work? Um, yes, it does. Um, I get a ton of call. I don't currently, uh, pay for Yelp advertising, nor have I ever for, um, my detailing business. My wife has paid for Yelp ads and with a different business, I actually did pay for Yelp ads. The problem is, is that they don't give you the flexibility that something like a Google AdWords would do where you can literally turn them on, turn them off day by day. So, but in my local market, there are 20,000 searches per month for auto detailing services, um, which is significant. Um, so yeah, they call you all the time. It, yeah. So it's there's a significant amount of searches. The problem is, is that now they, um, they want to put you in all these different tiers, which is fine. An annual contract, you can always talk your way out of an annual contract, but they probably, they want to lock you into at least a three month contract. Um, and I, I just don't like that because there's different alternatives. And for example, uh, I was spending $450 a month on some Yelp or $450 a month on some Google AdWords. And I had a reach of like 20,000 with a few hundred clicks. And, and you could see all these analytics in the, um, in the Google AdWords back end um, and Yelp will give you, they say there's 20,000 searches per month, um, but you know how many clicks you're getting, but they can't really always trace the clicks. Um, A headlamp. <laughs> so I, I would uh, much rather do uh, Yelp, or excuse me, I'd much rather do um, Google, then Google has incorporated Yelp and Facebook reviews in, on the searches. Yeah. Facebook ads. So I actually run Alfonso. I run Facebook ads for the podcast, um, that work really well. 
Um, I get a lot of engagement. As you can see, my latest post for the Auto Detailing Podcast has just under 200 likes, 13 comments, 15 shares. That's been boosted for about five days. Um, I won't tell you how much I'm spending, um, but I'll tell you it's really insignificant and a lot of user engagement. I've gotten a lot of likes, uh, page likes and all that. What it hasn't worked for me um, is in my detailing business. So I've actually come up with a few ideas that I thought about running Facebook ads for my detailing business just because people are so excited about him and I'm kind of worried that I'm going to miss the boat on it, which is why I run them for the podcast, but I haven't got them to work for my detailing business, but you can check out, um, you can check out Adam Hubbers. He's got a thing and he's been doing really good Facebook ads. Um, Hey Jaden, you love my headlamp. Thanks. Heather's standing right here and uh, turning it on for me. So Jim says, be careful who's actually calling you about online engine search advertising. I get them telling me I need to confirm my Google account. Yeah, great tip, Jim. Google's never going to call you. Chances are it's always, that's going to be a third party organization trying to take over your online ads. Um, So I would... uh, (laughs) I wouldn't worry about I wouldn't I wouldn't sign up with anyone calling you asking you to verify your Google listing. But that is um it is actually huh, Huber? Adam Huber? Sorry, Adam. Um Timothy Dangerous Curves William <laughs> Is that would that be Wilmington, North Carolina, and you're abbreviating that, or is that really Wilm, North Carolina? Um, no, Heather's got to go tend to the kids. Come on, get back. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed probably the most random podcast episode I've ever done. But again, I'm 2017. One of my goals that I didn't talk about in the manifesto, like little tidbit that I did there was that I'm trying to test out a lot of different platforms, a lot of different things to see what works, what's popping, what's not. I constantly want to be testing with creative ways to market this thing called the podcast to grow my reach, my following, my audience, and to better serve more people because that is my overarching goal for 2017 is just to help as many people as possible in the and start within the detailing space. So I hope you enjoyed kind of the random show. I guess that's what I'm going to title this is the random show, the random podcast slash Facebook live slash 2017 manifesto. So I hope you enjoyed that. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Uh, You get what you pay for sometimes, right? Am I right? Am I right? Maybe not. (laughs) Bringing that full circle. If you did enjoy this and you would like to see more Facebook live videos and you would like to interact with me on more of that level, kind of spur of the moment, because this was a complete spur of the moment ordeal. If you would like to interact with me or see me interact with other people like that, would you please write me a Facebook message and just let me know um, whether you like this or thought this was the worst idea ever. Uh, Either way, I really, truly, honestly value your feedback either way because it helps me produce a better show for you. So if we are in this together, we can both benefit. I do honestly believe this is a win-win-win situation. So I hope you will partner with me in giving me your valuable feedback, whether that's good or bad. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that episode and I will catch you next time.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio.